Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, Grant. Good morning. This rain, I'm actually enjoying it. It's been nice. Yeah. yeah. It definitely has It has been nice. It's kind of like nice timing, too. It's like 6 o'clock, whatever it is, 7 o'clock. It's like, oh, it's evening time. It's time to unwind. Yeah. I can be lazy. Last it's raining. Night. Yeah, last night we got a, we got a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this morning I've just I noticed certain like we I always know when we get a good rainstorm. Yeah, when our basement floods. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in this in this building. Yeah, yeah. There's water in the, the basement. The parking garage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, some places got hail. I don't think we got any hail at our house, but there I was, saw a little bit of hail in my place. A big tornado out by Stetler. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, crazy weather right now. Um, we got one more chance for you to get in on our um, trip tonight to the theaters to yeah. see the machine, Bert Kreischer's machine, uh, with Mel from Dark Side of the Grill. We need shirtless pictures. Text them 780-989-0957. If you're not comfortable sending us a shirtless picture because you're a female, send us a picture of your feet. Yes. Um, we'll qualify you. Give away that last pair before we sign off today. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So... Honestly, do you think you have a hope in hell of getting to 100? <laughs> Jimmy? Oh, hell no. You're not even middle-aged, though. You're 48. Yeah, no. Grant? Uh, no, probably not. I'd guess high 80s, early 90s for me. I I think I can. <laughs> No, you do. <laughs> I think you I'm do. getting there. <laughs> you do have a dad bod. <laughs> I know you think that. So this woman, she's 102, and whenever anybody hits a certain like level of of age, they always put a microphone in front of them and a camera. Yeah. And there's a cake video, and the kids are there, and then they always ask some reporter goes, "What's the secret to a long life?" And this old bird goes, "Good sense." <laughs> She's turned 102. Yeah. And yeah, she credits good sex to her yeah. longevity. Good for her. Good I hope she's still getting a piece every now and then. Good sex and good sherry. So. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I'm thinking you use this, right? Yeah. Like, you know, at home. Yeah, you got you want me to live long? You want me to stick around, uh, honey? Although your your wife might cut you off. <laughs> If that's the case, she can get rid of you sooner. <laughs> that's what's, this might work against me, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. <laughs> I'm too old, too tired. 
He is 83. Al Pacino is 83 years old. He's got a 29-year-old bride. And yeah. she's expecting his seventh kid or something? Fourth. Fourth, okay. So he had um, twins with Beverly D'Angelo uh, when they were together, and then he had a kid before that, so this would be his fourth. He's never been married, Al Pacino. 83, he's never been married. Huh. Yeah. yeah I found that interesting, because usually these guys are like on their 18th bride and... Yeah, they got a bunch of kids, but he's never, never gotten married. Before. Never pulled the pin. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. an interesting wrinkle. I did not know that. So mm-hmm. they're not married. No, they're not. But married. they're having a kid together. And she's twenty nine. He's eighty three. So what is that? That's fifty four years difference. They've been together since twenty twenty two. She previously used to date um, Mick Jagger. Okay, so he, so yeah, he I, I notice a trend with her. He plays in that playground as well. I don't notice. I don't. You know, I think like okay, maybe once a twenty-nine-year-old can fall in love with an old man, but if it's happening multiple times, she's a gold digger. There's something else going on there. It's gross. This is gross. It is it's gross. gross. Yeah, I'm with it's, you. You can't. You can't frame this any other way. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I, I. Listen, I know these these are strong men, right? They got to a certain position in life. Al Pacino, he's he's a legend, right? Yeah. But he probably still has family members. He probably still has he's probably still surrounded by people in his life that have the courage to say things to him. Like, yeah, Al, sit down. So he's 29. Like what are you doing? You're 83. His oldest daughter is 34. So she's older than yeah, the exactly. woman that he's having a child like, with. Somebody has to have the chutzpah to sit hoo-ha down and go, come hoo-ha, on, come, come on, on, Grandpa. Like, what? Like this is not right. The only reason she left Mick is because she didn't think he was going to die soon enough. He was dancing so much, he was yeah. going to keep living, and she thought, I need to find someone he older. He was dancing that, in the streets. Someone that smokes more. <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea. Is Al single? <laughs> It's ridiculous. It really yeah. is. Well, and then you got his buddy there having a kid too, Robert De Niro. No, they just had one. Yeah, they just had a kid. So he's he 79. has seven, and he's seventy nine. He okay. That's where the seven came from. I knew there was one of them had seven. Yeah. So and how old is is uh, Robert De Niro's? If he just had a kid, she's got to be under forty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, let's see. How old is Robert De Niro's? Is that his girlfriend? Probably. Um, she's forty-five. She's forty-five. Okay, yeah, that's a little, a bit. little. It's closer. a little easier to swallow that one, but still, still not good. Yeah, I just, I, I can't believe that somebody doesn't sit Al down and go. I don't think she actually loves you, Al. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's not what you told me last. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. What are the two donuts that Timmy's brought back? Uh, the walnut crunch and the cherry stick, I think. Is oh, that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I guessed they would bring back the walnut crunch. Yeah. Um, that one that was, was a, that was one of my go tos back in the day. Very popular, and then yeah, the cherry stick donut. So they they are back now for a limited time only. Why do I want one of these? I want one now. Yeah, which one do you want? Walnut. Me too. I'd, I'd have both of them though. 
I, I'm a chocolate I'd guy. I mess though. around with both. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm a I'm a cherry guy. I like I like uh, cherry flavors. You seem like yeah. a walnut guy, though. Like walnut, you're kind of an old man with your tastes. Yeah. No, I like I like fruit in a donut. Hmm. <laughs> Do you have your skip? Do you have? Can we? Can you order these donuts on skip? <laughs> I'm serious. Pull I'm it looking up. it up. Pull it up. This is great radio. I'll buy. I love when Jimmy orders stuff on Skip the Dishes. (laughs) (laughs) Then I end up sending it to my house. (laughs) Yeah, when you're at your house, you send your food to the radio station. When you're here, you send it to the house. Bonnie's going to get a walnut crunch this morning. People are pretty pumped for the walnut crunch to return. I I am definitely excited about it. Yeah? As soon as I saw this, I was like, I got to see if Jimmy will order us. (laughs) I'm looking. You know what they need to bring back at Tim Hortons is the bread bowls. You liked the bread bowls? The bread bowls were, I was a fan of the bread bowls. The chili in the bread bowls? Chili in the bread bowls, yeah. Yeah, they used to. Something special about that. I don't don't ever remember thinking that was a good idea. Mm -hmm. They're not on the selection uh, from, from Skip. Damn it. They said the story I was saying that if you're looking for these things, you better check to make sure because not all Timmies are going to be able to. Not all of them have them, these, and, but and there's, I mean, I would imagine there's people camping outside of Tim Hortons to get a walnut crunch. Well, that's the yeah. other thing too. Maybe they're worried about the demand, so they didn't put it up on Skip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I still want something now. <laughs> you're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. Is that the one? That's the one right there. Okay. So I grabbed one of my unopened beers, which is a tall can, a Danish beer, <laughs> which I didn't want to waste. <laughs> and I went like, is there? Phillips, a former football player, says he acted on instinct. Seen here, he hurls the tall boy in the driver's direction. They got it on video. I yeah. made it, and I timed it, and I threw that beer right, <laughs> sorry, the beer right through the window, and it went right there, and I know it hit him. Seconds later, multiple police vehicles corner and trap the driver. Four new SPD officers seen here holding the suspect down. He was arrested and taken to hospital with minor injuries. This happened last week, and we're just hearing about it now. So two weeks ago, actually, and somehow this guy didn't become a hero, but now people are starting to pay attention. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if Dieter he, from Fubar was tweeting about it, right? Uh, he posted about it this morning. Yeah, um, if he didn't catch on what was happening there, so somebody <laughs> stole a taxi in New Westminster. Yeah, and was driving erratically, hitting cars, and this guy was drinking on the street. They have tons of video, like yeah. this. This news story that I watched on YouTube is like three minutes long, and the first half of it is just him driving through New West, like smashing into people. Yeah, and they got him on video too. The whole thing. So this guy is. Drinking beer on the street as you do. Sees this guy driving erratically, grabs one of his unopened ones, and stands up and tosses it through the passenger window and, and hits the driver. Him. <laughs> pinned him, and that's what st- slowed him and down to the point the, where they caught him. That allowed the police to catch him. One of my favorite parts, too, is that he still has the can of beer, but now it's yeah. empty. So he clearly he went, got it back and drank it. He went out of his way to go when they had him pulled him out of the car, yeah. and they had like 15 police officers on top of him. Giving him a bit of a beating, he went back to the taxi and got his beer. And we we're saying, why is it always tall boys with these guys? It's always so tall boys. The, the tooth guy still counts as one. The guy who was mad about the taxes or the 
the the new Health Canada restrictions. Yeah, he was always yeah. I buy tall boys. Tall boys. This guy, tall boys. What's yeah. wrong with a tall boy? Jimmy, you, have to Jimmy to the, tall you, you, you don't have to go to the fridges often. <laughs> It's, it's always, always a tall boy. It's always a tall boy. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We're calling Mel, Dark Side of the Grill. He does barbecue tips for us. We're going to be doing that all summer long. Brought to you by Backyard Grills in St. Albert. Mel is new to the circle, the locker room circle. Joins us on the phone. How are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Brothers, how are you guys doing today? Doing Excellent. good. And um, Mel learned a very important lesson about Lachlan yesterday. He yeah. learned never to tell him anything that you may not want on the air. Yeah. Low-hanging fruit for Lachlan is... <laughs> he loves it. Exactly. When, exactly. I, when I started dating my now wife, I kept it quiet from him for almost a year. Like we were yeah, dating for almost. They, they announced their wedding plans before, before we told, told Lachlan yeah. that they were dating. <laughs> Just because I didn't know what he was going to say or do, and I knew he'd bring it up on the air. Yeah. <laughs> so, that and that was the it. first time I ever kept anything a secret Jim, from Lachlan. Jimmy actually knew, and he kept it a secret too. Jimmy's bad too, like because Jimmy. Just so you know, if you're trying to keep anything from me, which is a good idea. Don't tell Jimmy either, because Jimmy can't lie to me, and so it'll come out as well. well we all, and he's a good we interrogator. Know, we all know how much I trust Jimmy already. So yeah, we, we already know that there's a problem there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, listen, we got your last chance to get in on tonight's uh, celebration of the Machine Burke Kreischer's new movie. We're going to it. We have a couple of passes up for grabs. Um, we're going to be hanging out at the Ice House, the new Canadian brew house which is downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to that. Rooftop patio. Rooftop. Oh, damn it. They got a huge rooftop patio. Okay. Huge, huge rooftop patio. We're getting the whole VIP experience. I don't know how you still have tickets left. What's wrong with you, Edmonton? Get your tarps off and send those pictures in right now. Well, it's gonna be nuts. we only have t- a pair left, Mel. That's it. We got to give away well, the last pair. Yeah. And... Well, uh, Women, if you're not comfortable sending us a topless photo, we understand that. I think people get the connection between Bert Kreischer and the, the topless photos. Bert Kreischer's a comedian, takes his shirt off all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So women can send pictures of their feet. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, Mel. I love it. And you're going to day drink, you said? Well, yeah, I already got started, so yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm no. super pumped. I'm sending it 250% today. So The All train right. has already left the station. Correct, yeah. <laughs> and I will keep what we talked about to myself yesterday, okay, Mel? You can <laughs> yeah, trust That means you already did it. Eh? It's That's in the it. vault. <laughs> I, yeah. I had to make a comment. I've never seen claws and mustard in a video that made me feel uncomfortable and excited at the same time. I had to bring something up about it. It's uh, Okay, you know, yeah. I get I, I get that. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Mel, looking forward to tonight. We'll see you at the Ice House. Beautiful. Have a good one, guys. Woo! The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Health Canada 
has announced that uh, starting soon, there will be some new warnings on cigarettes because they don't have any new ideas anymore, right? They just keep adding more and more warnings, thinking that'll work eventually. So no longer will the warnings just be on your package of darts. Now, uh, these health warnings will actually be written right on the cigarette. Get out of here. First place in the world <laughs> to do something like this. So written on the cigarette. Sounds healthy. Uh, <laughs> we'll say things. Yeah, I was wondering about this ink that you're going to be smoking now. That can't be good for you. Uh, listen, I know that smoking is horrible for you. Everyone knows that, though. And if you don't know by now that smoking is bad, then con- congratulations. You are the most oblivious person in the world. Everyone knows smoking is bad. Kids, adults, grandparents, people smoking know it's bad for them already. Writing things like poison in every puff or cigarettes damage your organs is not informing anyone of anything they didn't already know. At this point, uh, Health Canada, they're kind of just being jerks about the whole thing. People know smoking is bad for you. Just like I know that fried chicken isn't great for me or... Jimmy knows that his fetish, auto-assassinophilia, is dangerous and could kill him one day. He's going to do it anyways. Not his, no. Because for him, is life even worth living without the thought that he could be murdered while he's pounding off? No. Mm-hmm. Same goes for Jerry. He knows they call it the green pack of death for a reason, but he has decided life is better with his cigarettes. And there's not many smokers left in this world. It's time we just let them live their shortened lives in peace. (laughs) The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Text us now to get your I Drove Jimmy Home Once t-shirt. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling Dean Blundell, Cryer Media. Good morning. Just phoning to check in on the uh, Leafs Nation rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, let's, can we just start with good morning? Can we start with that before I, I start digesting the Leaf Nation rebuild? That would be awesome. Good morning. I love the fact that they're dismantling the team. Well, I think dismantling the team is uh, is strong. I think when something doesn't work, you, dude, you know why you're doing this, right? Like you just love to troll Leaf fans. What are you talking way. about? Yeah, yeah. You spent two hundred dollars on Twitter this year to piss people off. Like. But yeah, interesting. I don't have a lot time. going on in my life. <laughs> Yeah, the guy that sits there after his six beer goes, hey, listen, I'm going to give money to Bet99 so I control people on Twitter. Be awesome. It was worth every penny, too. <laughs> so do you know anything right about the uh, the new GM? What the hell's his name? Brad um, Trevling. Trevling. Are we saying that right? Not Tree, Brad Tree Living from Calgary? Tree yeah. Living. Tree That's Living. It. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I know he's the wrong man for the job. <laughs> is that the... <laughs> that's why, actually, to be fair, that's why we were calling to sort of get a sense of how Toronto was responding to it. Are, are they already mad about the, the the GM hire? You know when you know when your car breaks down, lock. Well, I don't know about you, but I do because I'm uh, I don't have Lachlan Cross money. But you know when your <laughs> when your car breaks down and like you open the hood and you look at everything. Ah, uh, f. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You, you 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 kick the bumper and you like you you just maybe twist a spark plug because you you have no idea what you're doing. 
Yeah, that's what the Brad True Living thing is. It's 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 the it's it's time to to open up the hood and go. Okay, where can we find a guy that knows what he's doing? And let's throw a bunch of rice against the wall and see what sticks. I mean, it, it, sure, it's it's the GM carousel. It's the same thing when you recycle coaches. Like how many places can Peter Laviolette fail? What you know what I mean? Like it's just so so. It, he might be a really nice guy, and he may be more of an executive and he may be, you know, not Kyle Dubas, which is the whole idea, but like, Hey dude, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. And, and I mean, the proof's in the pudding. What's, what's Calgary all about right now. Right. You know, yeah. look at the, the, the issues that they have. I was, so it's like, all right. I was really hoping the Leafs were going to hire Peter Shirelli. <laughs> <laughs> That's that what I was crossing my fingers for. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know who we're talking about, um, he his old man was on Dragon's Den yeah. for years, and they look a lot alike. And he looks like a he looks like somebody that grew up eating at Boston Pizza. <laughs> yeah, and working there his whole life. Yeah, he yeah, worked I mean, there his whole life, and then I, and then I Dad put, I made a phone call and got him a job with the Flames. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he did. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't put it past the Maple Leafs because they love money so much. I wouldn't put it past the Maple Leafs to have hired him so that they could get more ad money out of Boston. <laughs> <laughs> get some of that sweet BP's money. All right. Well, yeah. listen, I appreciate your time this morning. Uh, just getting a gauge on how the, uh, Toronto is feeling about the, the recent changes and, uh, and and more to come. We're very excited for the complete <laughs> dismantling of the Leafs just based on your lack of success last year. Well, you think it's just funny that you're calling the search for a GM a complete rebuild. You're the best. <laughs> All right, Blundell. Thanks for your time, brother. Good boys. Be well. I'll talk to you soon. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Great. We got our donuts. Yeah. We, we, we didn't get, get our cherry, cherry sticks, sticks, though. No. They didn't have them. Cherry stick could be a good stripper name if you're a redhead. <laughs> they really are not fooling around with... They lock this the DoorDash and everything up because they want you to know that nobody has rubbed their junk on your food. Thank you. That's their DoorDash. slogan. Nobody Thank has rubbed their junk on your here stuff. Here we go. We got six. Like six. Six of them. <laughs> we got six walnut crunches. There's fourteen thousand calories here. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of look like bear poop, eh? We're not gonna have to eat again today. <laughs> all right, give me all. Yeah, the old infamous walnut crunch. There it is. I used to get these all the time. Did you? Yeah, this was a go-to donut for me back in the day. I, I used to get them in Winnipeg. There used to be a Timmy's drive-through just up from uh, 970 Portage or 930 I they Portage. they had Robin's Donuts. Oh, well, I didn't tell you what I did with Robin's Donuts, by the way. We talked about we the briefly. Trouble? No, I signed up cross-eyed Colin, my friend, to start up a franchise in Saskatchewan. <laughs> and they kept calling him. <laughs> Being your friend sucks. <laughs> it's a lot of work. They must be desperate, though, because I sent one email, and they were like, on him, like, open up your Robin's Donuts. Thoughts? Oh, that's good. Grant, lock. I don't see any walnuts in it. They're in there. I got a chunk. Did you? Jimmy, are you going to have one? He's not a sweets guy. No, I have one. It's just uh, it's sort of hard to handle a phone and a donut. That's a good donut. 
I'm happy. That's a solid, pretty solid donut, yeah. I wish we would have got a cherry stick, too, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were out. Yeah, that's those were, my, those were my favorite. I like the cherry sticks, too. Hmm. All right, there you go. This is solid, though. Nice little sugar boost to start our day. <laughs> yeah. I'm eating both, more. by the way. I'm eating both. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Who has Clint? I have Clint Eastwood in the celebrity death pool. I put My him God, on. you got a good list. I put him on there because he there was reports that he hadn't shown his face in a while. Like friends hadn't seen Clint Eastwood in, in quite some time, so he still hasn't made an appearance, has he? No, um, he turns ninety three. Yesterday was his ninety third birthday, and even Arnold Schwarzenegger posted a, a tribute to him. And I thought, oh, it's a picture of them skiing. He's doing well, but it was a photo from like two three years ago. So we're doing this thing with um, with the midget of the movies as well, where we're doing a six degrees of separation. And oddly, we landed on one of Clint Eastwood's biggest movies this weekend on the week of his birthday, which is a completely by accident. And it wasn't because of Clint Eastwood. It was Morgan no. Freeman, is yeah. it? You have to watch Million Dollar Baby this weekend. Yeah. But the thing I remember that was interesting about Clint and him hitting like 90 a couple years ago, was his son was doing interviews, his younger son that's also an actor. Yeah. And he's like, I think my dad's going to live forever because he just keeps working. And now he's just like completely off yeah, the map. He did that um, Cry Macho movie a couple years ago, and I think that was his last one. Um, the one that I remember was he was... Was that? was that the one where he was smuggling stuff? No, that was The Mule. The this one was, was this one was he was a old rodeo star. Oh, yeah. I Cry still Macho. haven't seen that. Um, anyway, for some reason, all his movies end up with him going to Mexico. I don't, <laughs> that one he goes to Mexico too, and, and then the drug mule. I actually really liked that one. That was a really and good he movie. Ends up yeah, mule and drugs for the cartel. Yeah. So, and then on the topic of Arnold, he's how old's Arnold? Seventy-five. He's got a new show on Netflix. It's a movie, right? Called Fubar. Um, no, it's a TV series. What? Yeah. He's a CIA guy on the edge of retirement, facing retirement. I've um, called back into the field for one last job. If you've listened to the show in the last, I don't know, a couple of years, you've probably heard Diener on. Diener yeah. from Fubar. And Dean, like, Diener is interesting because. Diener lives this life in Montreal, and um, he sort of does the the foobar thing, I think, to make a little bit of extra money for his family. Yeah, he, it's not his main focus. No. And Terry lives in Calgary, and I don't know that what... That is his main focus. I don't know what that relationship is. Like, I, I think there's... I don't know what their agreement is, um, but uh, I've we kind of befriended Diener years ago when Jimmy and I worked at the Bear. Yeah. And then we'd get, we'd get him involved in the odd thing. But he's so, like... Well, we really kicked it up when, when Night Seeker came to Edmonton. And, yeah. And we and then from there, we had him on doing playoff picks on the show. And, and remember? he's got... There's something else happening that's coming out. Like a, a there's, not, a, there's a Diener Fubar movie coming out. 
and I can talk about it because the people in the movie have talked about it on podcasts. But, but for some I reason, he won't talk. Dina on note, and he's like, I don't know. It's like it's complicated. I'm not, I don't think I can talk about it yet. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What do you? T- are, are you in it? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand him. He's so weird, right? Like, and then I thought about sending him a note to to see how he felt about a TV show being on Netflix called Fubar. Yeah, because that's their movie. You'd think they would have locked that down, right? Yeah. It's just weird. The whole thing that, yeah. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> so, Grant, who do you have in the death pool? Uh, do you have the list in front of you, Jimmy? Uh, yeah. So, Grant has a Jimmy Carter, Bam, Ron Jeremy, Clint Eastwood, Celine Dion, and Mel Brooks. That he, was an ad because you had Mel Tina Brooks, Turner yeah. in a former round, so you get an extra pick in this round. By the way, Jimmy Carter's wife now has dementia. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the two of them are not doing good. Yeah, but Jimmy's not dying. He's <laughs> He's been in he's, out of care for a while now. I just saw a story about him running a four-minute mile. <laughs> okay, um, I've got Bob Barker, Jamie Foxx. That screwed me. That family screwed me. Yeah. Um, Bruce Willis, Tony Bennett, and then Richard Simmons, who's like, speaking of MIA, yeah. like, he's oddly disappeared, too. Some people think he's being held hostage by his housekeeper or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story. That was a story. And then, uh, Jimmy, you have Bob Newhart, Shannon Doherty, Michael J. Fox, Jack Nicholson, and Ozzy Osbourne. Who, uh, Ozzy is now doing interviews saying he wants to find a way to tour again. Yeah. He's been spending too much Come time with his wife, I think. <laughs> wants to actually get back into it. Anyway, out of this list, take a look at your list. Who would you feel bad about having and them dying? Uh, Clint or Celine Dion? Grant? I want to say Mel Brooks. You'd feel more... You'd feel bad about Mel Brooks passing? Yeah, Mel Brooks is a, like probably my favorite on that list. Okay. All right. You? Uh, Bob Parker, Jamie Foxx, Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. That yeah, one was hard to take. Bruce, yeah. That one was a hard one to take. Jimmy? Michael you? J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I didn't watch this live. I remember making a mental note when I heard about it happening that I that I was going to try to watch it. And then I saw posts on social media. People started tagging me after the fact because a couple of clips went viral from the NASA press conference. Yeah, there was a big press conference they were talking about ufos and stuff and how they're handling it right Mm -hmm. as an organization and i'll play i got like it's it's less than a minute i'll play a a little highlight reel from one of the guys speaking at this nasa press conference about how they're handling ufos the search for life is a really important theme we haven't found life beyond earth yet be clear about this we haven't found it yet but we're looking and we're looking for it in lots of different ways. You know, is NASA hiding anything about this? No. Answering this question is one of the things that NASA as an agency is, is excited about. I think one of the things that makes this question of are we alone such a central question, not just to the scientific community, it's a central question, I think, for the public. Because these questions touch on something that I think is really a deep question for humanity is, are we alone in the universe? Pretty powerful stuff, eh? That's right. So we're getting here's, closer. We're getting closer. 
here's my thoughts on this. I think it shouldn't be ignored how significant it is that these organizations are stepping up in front of mics and cameras and saying, this is what we're doing behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I think that's huge. Governments are doing it. NASA is a massive organization. They're admitting that a big part of what they do is research revolving around the possibility of life outside of Earth, right? So I think that's, that's a pretty monumental step in the right direction. They seem to be more open about it and everything else. I still think he's lying <laughs> about what they know. Finding life. I, did you, did I you, think they have... Anyway. There was that one kind of funny story they told about Australia, and they were picking up these frequent radio bursts, and they couldn't figure out what it was. And then they noticed it was the same time every day they would get these radio bursts. And then they they figured out it was a microwave at an office building. (laughs) And it was every day at lunchtime they would get these radio bursts. And it was was the microwave in the office. There was a recent Pentagon um, report, too, that was talking about the number of of, of sightings that they have, right? And they get a lot of them. And they said, listen, we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these that Mm -hmm. we've investigated. As a as a government organization, we have looked into these, right? We'd be stupid if we didn't. We're looking into it, full disclosure. Yeah. But 99% of them are not real. Like, mm-hmm. they're a figment of our imagination. We so desperately yeah. want to believe in it. And this is, my, ourselves. this is my issue, right? Like, this is why I get sucked into this. So Because I so desperately want to believe that, that there's life out there. That I I'll like I jump onto any fact yeah. and just try to hope that there's something, the, uh, some validity to it, right? Anyway, he was saying, but there are there's quite a few in the files where it's like we can't explain this. Like mm-hmm. this this does not this isn't a microwave in an office building. Yeah, right. This isn't a a weird light source. It it it's not an airplane or a balloon or yeah yeah. Anyway, yeah. Want to weigh in before get, we get out? Getting hard to deny it, hey, Jimmy? Oh, yes, I can still deny it because <laughs> you guys are full of it. <laughs> I don't think it gets any any more difficult for Jimmy to deny no. this. <laughs> uh, I mean, he still denies dinosaurs existed. So. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> That's what... No, I don't want to go there. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. You were just saying numbers from the vote on Monday came in. So we have uh, a a final tally. So 62% of uh, eligible voters voted in this election. Actually, less than in 2019. Okay. Um, So people are less likely to get out to the polls. But that means about a million people didn't didn't bother to vote. It wasn't that much higher in 2019, though, was it? No, it was 65 percent or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Wasn't 29, that a 29? It was 69 percent. 69. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, which so 69.9 percent in 2019. This time, 62.39 percent. The largest ever voter turnout was in 1935. 
Okay. Uh, 81% of people voted. And then the smallest was 40% in 2008. And I think that's the one they were talking about when I was watching the election coverage. They were saying, like, remember that Ed Stalmack one? Um, yeah. See, uh, they're like, we, we announced he won it in, like, 12 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Because just so few people voted and everyone voted for him. <laughs> it was, like, over in 12 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, about a million people, they say, were not bothered to go and vote this week. That's kind of disturbing. It's kind of wild, but over 50%. I feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel okay about that. Yeah, sixty-two percent is decent. Um, there is a large, it's a decent amount. There's a lot of people that just don't care, don't pay any attention, yeah. don't care. Uh, but there, but some so of those people that ju- that don't care or pretend they don't care are the loudest ones to complain. Not always. Not always. Jimmy. I I play like hockey or ball with people who are like couldn't tell you who Daniel Smith is. Like, just pay zero attention to, to well, politics. We and, touched on that yesterday when we were talking about Elon Musk's Neuralink. Yeah. Right? And that, that I, you know, I live in this bubble sometimes where I see things because I spend a lot of time on Twitter. Right. And I've got to, I got to remind myself that that's not the real world. That, you know, the average person might not be paying attention to every little move. Or, if you're standing yeah. in line at Tim Hortons and you look around, there's probably one other person in that building. Mm hmm. At seven o'clock in the morning, waiting for their walnut crunch and their and their double double that is on Twitter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that would even remotely care about what but, Elon Musk's is is doing. One thing that's kind of interesting is um, every province voter turnout has been trending down, except Alberta has been trending up. That's a good thing, though. Uh, it's a good thing for sure. I, mean, I, I just wonder if it's. What is more it? people are involved on both sides, so there's more of like a, we need to get out and vote sort of thing, or or what it is. But every other province, it's been trending down. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what that is. Ontario, Ford got in with I think thirty percent of the vote. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. Seventy uh, percent Albert- of your your province, the biggest province in the country, voted. Yeah. Seventy percent didn't vote. I should say. That's insane. I wonder if in Alberta, yeah, there's just more competition, so it's people are more fired up to go out and vote. Like in 2008, when they not even 40 percent of people voted in Alberta or whatever, it was you know you knew who was going to win. You know, you know what I find funny because because uh, you're right when you say this. You know, I'm the most disconnected person on the planet when it comes to news Everything. or anything like that. You but, got a weird political. But when it comes to with politics, thing, I'm used. Uh, I pay it pretty you good attention. You got engaged when you were young for some reason. Like, well, I, it was that camp you went to. <laughs> there was no camp. Like, like I was a part of the Reform Party. I was, a, I was actually, I was actually a member of the Wild Rose Party. I, I was saying to Grant, I, I get on on um, mailing lists all the time for political parties. Yeah, and, and the Wild Rose. Um, emailing list i i i don't have i don't have it in me to say no to it anymore <laughs> because it's so entertaining yeah like it it's just some guy in his basement or two guys in their basement and they're just mad they're just pissed off at the world and and you just you can feel the the negative energy coming out of the email as soon as i get it i always read it mm-hmm. i always read a, a, a paragraph or two from it and i'm always surprised that they're like I don't know if you guys know this, but 
You're being screwed. Everybody's screwing you. The world is against you. Justin Trudeau is Satan. Like, it, it is... The well, Wild Rose ones are, like, hardcore. There was that one party. Their slogan was, like, spray-painted on. Like, their candidates didn't even have pictures. They just had their spray-painted slogan uh, <laughs> party pictures. What party was that again? Because I didn't see that in my I just saw the- that on a couple when I was watching the coverage. I don't remember what they were called. Solidarity. There, Alberta uh, Solidarity or yeah, something. There, like there was a... <laughs> Someone that's, I could have voted for them if, if, because it was on my ballot. I had four choices, right? Um, I had the, I, we had a liberal candidate, we had the UCP, the NDP, and then I had the Green Party vote. Um, but yeah, I, I often wonder about our role, as marginal as it is, mm-hmm. if, because I think, I don't want to be the reason why somebody doesn't vote. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I don't, I can't see myself changing. I'm not going to all of a sudden wake up one day and be, you know, with sunshine and rainbows and unicorns flying out of my ass. Like, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. Right? Oh, we should really take a look at the world and namaste, everyone. Let's hold hands. Right? Like, I don't think I'm going to be that guy, but I also don't want to be the guy that the way we present news and information on this show, which is, it is what it is. I don't want to be the reason why people don't vote. I'd like to be an engagement piece. Um, is that fair to say? So is this solidarity yep. movement of Alberta. And oh. uh, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't vote for them because on their homepage, <laughs> one of their... You want to guess what one of their big key points is? Talking like, points? Like Outline 15 minute cities. <laughs> I told you I am not against it. I love that it's something that is, isn't even just a total pipe dream. Yeah. Is one of their top is, platforms. Is there anything in there about windmills? Um, yeah, actually. Stop. Stop it. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So they're considering this, and it's a safety measure for flights. It's a, a survey Air New Zealand is doing. Um, they are weighing passengers before they get on board their plane. Um, they say that we weigh everything that goes on the aircraft, from the cargo to the meals, the luggage, the fuel, um, but we don't weigh the passengers or the crew, and so um, normally when they're doing a flight, they use average weights, and this is a survey um, to see what the actual weight would be All on right. a plane. So- Get over here, Tubby. Step on the... <laughs> yeah. They say, don't worry. It'll be anonymous. <laughs> it's not going to be flashing above the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another 300-pounder, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So nobody will be seeing what you weigh, but... Uh, They're weighing you. This is the second this is time they've done this. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. This seems like a bad idea. No? Yeah. It seems like if they find out, if if people start talking about this, that this is going to be one of those things that they, they, in a week, will have an announcement going, we're just kidding, everybody. We don't, we didn't, we're not going to weigh you. We, mm-hmm. we changed our minds. Like that golf course that was going to make everybody take a breathalyzer. Yeah, where was that? And they were like it's in Boston or something. Because they were gonna make you sure that you like breathalyze you before you went out, and then if you didn't buy any beer, breathalyze you, breathalyze again. you when you get back. And if you were drunk, that means you brought your own beer and you would get charged. 
and that golf course got lit, lit up. up. Yeah, people were not word happy. got out. Yeah. We were talking about it in Edmonton. That's how like stupid that idea was. Exactly. Can yeah. you imagine the number of people that will freak out if you're going to get on? No, we have to weigh you. You're going to have like people yelling and screaming and... You're going to have tons of Karens out there. I have a very suspicious feeling that this is not going to go well. Probably not. This no. is not going to go well at all. I don't care what your motivation was or how you try to sell this. If you're if you're telling passengers that they have to step on a scale before they jump on yeah. a plane, this is this is not going to end well. It just it airlines yeah. are so dumb. Like how stupid! Like you're just crazy. There is <laughs> no concern for some sort of. You're gonna have to make an apology at some point. They just don't care about. St- start writing it now. Customer service at all, or <laughs> or what? How people feel? Yeah. Am I wrong? No. Is it getting worse? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I want to be around when they st- like because I don't have a problem, but mm-hmm. I want to see this. Like I want to step up to yeah, you know, to the gate gate 46 and get asked along with everybody else to step on a scale before I jump on a plane just to see how everybody reacts to it. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we're calling massive damage. we got a big showdown tomorrow. MPW Monster Pro Wrestling. Good morning. What a great way to answer the phone. <laughs> Massive damage. Take us off speakerphone. I'm not. You're not on speakerphone. All right. So 1980s phone. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's an iPhone four or five at least. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the issue. So you've got a big announcement, kind of the, the YouTube streaming thing. Never ever tried this before, but we've, uh, we've got a partner from Slave Lake that's going to come, and we're going to do a, a live stream and fully commentate the show and throw it up on our YouTube channel for our viewers. And it, it's pretty cool. I've never done anything like it, so you know about. Yeah, Jimmy's going to be commentating <laughs> with Frank Cappuccino. He's double, yeah, double dipping. Kind of Jimmy's kind of stepping up in the world. They, you know, being the voice of, of the company. You know, he's, he's going to be commentating all the matches, including lines. So. Well, people do this thing. They're always like, you work in radio. You can MC our rock concert weekend. Or why don't you voice my podcast for me? Or Jimmy can do play-by-play. He works in, in radio. See, but he's not going to drink before. So I, I think I, 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 I He's drinking tonight, Massive. Yeah, I don't think it, it, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow before the show. He's got those incredible regenerative abilities. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take away Jimmy's ability to to drink and and recover. That that is that, that is a thing. Sometimes that is remarkable. Yeah. But I think what you're missing here, it, massive. We work with him daily, and we love him like a brother. But he is. Um, there's always a butt. He's not in radio for his radio skills. No, he's in it for his <laughs> looks. I've always told him he's got the perfect face for radio. I've always told him he's that. got a great voice. It, his his ability to speak to lead and speak and although you know what, watch 
watch him do this. Oh, he'll nail it for this, sure. I mean, he'll he'll sound guys, like Howie Cosell. Co- Co- <laughs> just so you guys know, even when Jimmy was a heel in Monster Pro Wrestling, everybody wants pictures with him. Everybody oh, wants God, to yeah. talk to him. He's, he's the loved. face of the show. He's, our, he's really a walking is. billboard. That doesn't really make is. him good at radio. <laughs> I, I never said that. I'm just trying to tell you he's got a lot of fans, regardless of what you guys I, think of his abilities. He's got a lot. Of, he's kind of like the ultimate warrior. He's got the perfect look and the perfect everything, except we can't wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, massive distraction. What? Where do we get tickets? You can get tickets uh, by emailing mpwrestlingevents at gmail.com, or there's going to be lots at the door. Another big event. And then in Slave Lake the next night. And then in July, Jimmy's coming on a tour with us to Saskatchewan. And Jimmy might even get in the ring with another midget. So, uh, oh, my little God. people. Small person. Yeah, small person. Sorry, I'm not trying to offend nobody. Well, here. although, no, the guy that he's going to be wrestling, we know this guy. Yeah. He's not a real midget. I told, yeah. <laughs> His <laughs> arms are like six feet long. He's like a stretch toy. Yeah, he's yeah he's 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 a hybrid job or something. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, Where can we watch this YouTube thing? Um, there's going to be a link on our Facebook page, uh, Monster Pro Wrestling on Facebook. There's our link for YouTube, or just go to Monster Pro Wrestling on YouTube and you can watch it. You might even make a show lock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Appreciate your Have time. A great day, guys. All right, Appreciate take care. You. Take care, massive. That's tomorrow night. Where is it again? Uh, the Alberta Avenue Community Center, the Monster Dome. Okay, and um, we're giving away tickets. Yeah, you want to do that right now? Let's do her. All right. What What do we want to text in? Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven to win tickets. You pick something. I don't know. I'm horrible at pick, uh live stream. Live st- there we go. Look at that. Live Look stream that. and 7809890957 if you'd like to see Jimmy and Monster Pro Wrestling tomorrow. You've been listening to the Locker Room podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 957 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.